Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Both sides of the story. Bad news. A short story written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writer's Website. Bad News, Part 2. England, 1993. I woke in the middle of the night with a full bladder from the beers and more than a little aroused from a dream I'd just had. As I sat in the bathroom, waiting to pee, the dream replayed in my head. I was glad my wife was asleep. She's a mind reader, and I'd be dead if she knew what I'd been dreaming. Back when the kids were exhausting preschoolers, and my wife and I were stressed young parents, I spent a few days away from home at a business conference. It was a routine event, dreary daily sessions, forced dinner banter, and boozy late nights. And it would have disappeared into the midst of my memory, if not for a chance meeting one evening. I don't know how it happened. Ships passing in the night, I guess, like in the song. There was a mix-up with some colleagues, and I ended up in the wrong bar, on my own. She was on her own too, though to this day I don't know why. I bought her a drink, she reciprocated. One thing led to another, and, well, we chatted. About life, the universe, and everything. It was the most stimulating conversation I'd had with a woman since before the kids were born, when my wife and I weren't too tired to talk in the evenings. (laughs) The hours flew by. And it was near dawn when we eventually said goodbye. We wished each other well and exchanged pecks on the cheek, but nothing more. We didn't even swap phone numbers. When I returned home from the conference, I was racked with guilt, which wasn't fair because I'd done nothing wrong. However, as I said, my wife can read minds and I was sure she wouldn't see the evening as an innocent all-nighter. So I said nothing and tried putting the chance meeting and conversation out of my head. But the truth is... I never forgot it or her, and occasionally, like tonight, I dream of that night, (laughs) and of what might have been, and afterwards, I always feel like a guilty adulterer. I flushed the toilet, washed my hands, and looked at myself in the bathroom mirror. How different was I from the politician on the TV news, who'd resigned over the extramarital affair? Okay, mine wasn't a full-on fling, but I have to admit, the thought may have crossed my mind. And hadn't I kept the evening a secret? Now I felt some sympathy for him, thinking about my indiscretion. But what about the other news items? Could I sympathise with them as well? What drives Bosnians, many of whom have been neighbours for centuries, to hate each other? Do they ever regret the destruction and killing? Then there was the father who'd beaten his kids. Why hadn't the mother reported him to the police? Or taken the kids and left him? And what of Winston? and his meteoric fall from the record books. Would I risk cheating with drugs for the chance of fame and fortune? I asked the man in the mirror these questions, but he had no answers. Perhaps after the skirmish with my Rambo wife tonight, God, you're pathetic, it was good enough that I was asking the questions. I slipped back into bed, but lay awake for a while, staring at the shadows flickering across the ceiling, still thinking about the evening news items. My wife had been right, as usual. The problem with the news is it's one-sided. 
Later on, I dreamed again, though not that dream. I was walking along a crowded street, and every so often I'd stop and talk to someone. Only, instead of using words, we read each other's thoughts, like my wife, the mind reader. And because we knew what each other was thinking, there were no secrets, no hidden agendas, and no betrayals. When I woke again, it was morning. My wife was sleeping soundly beside me in bed, her book on the pillow. Sunlight streamed through our bedroom window. Last night's gloomy forecast had been wrong. I recalled my waking dream and smiled as a song popped into my head. We always need to hear both sides of the story. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website. In 1994, I needed an idea for a short story for the annual Ian St James Awards. The news back then was full of items about bad people for whom the public, including me, felt little sympathy. Then one day, I saw Phil Collins' hit song, Both Sides of the Story, on MTV. And the music video scenes of violence, juxtaposed with backstories, set me thinking, could I show both sides of the news in a short story? I wrote both sides of the story as four self-contained vignettes, or news items, and a fifth piece that ties together and resolves the larger story. Bad News is that final piece, presented in two parts for the podcast. In Bad News Part 2, our narrator wakes in the middle of the night with a full bladder from the beers consumed watching TV and feeling a little aroused from the dream of a stimulating conversation he'd had while away at a conference many years ago. Despite having done nothing wrong, our narrator felt racked with guilt when he returned home, convinced his wife wouldn't view the liaison as an innocent all-nighter. So he keeps it a secret, but occasionally dreams about it and feels like a guilty adulterer afterwards. Looking at his reflection in the bathroom mirror, our narrator recalls the evening news. He'd commented to his wife, it was full of bad people who got what they deserved and their victims. But how different is he from the Westminster politician, Baxter, who'd resigned over an affair? And if our narrator can sympathise with Baxter, what about the combatants in Bosnia? Do they ever regret their actions? And the mother in the council flat, why hadn't she called the police? And wouldn't he take the risk Winston had in the gym for the chance of fame and fortune? The man in the mirror doesn't have the answers, but our narrator's happy to be asking questions, realising it's a step towards seeing both sides of the story, as his wife had urged and Phil Collins sang. Thanks for listening to the final instalment of this short story. You can read all my short stories, blog posts and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my ebook collection of both sides of the story from the Amazon Kindle and Kobo online bookstores. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will be on your podcast feed shortly. In the meantime, please check your feed for earlier short stories and follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite listening app. Doing so helps other listeners find Tall and True Short Reads. And finally, Please support this podcast by telling your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website. <laughs>